This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast and a Happy New Year. This is your host, Meryl Vandermeer, and today in episode 113, I'm going to share with you one of the favorite tools I found in 2020. Well, I hope that 2021 um, is a little different to 2020, but one of the things about 2020 is that we did learn to use our digital tools really well. I ended up not only using digital tools with online classes, but even with uh, in-person classes, because sometimes it was the safest way to go about uh, doing fun things with a class. So I was using it in my co-op quite a lot. And the tool I'm going to talk to you about today, I have used both um, in digital classrooms and also in real live ones so it's something that you can use whether you're a co-op teacher whether you're just teaching your own kids at home or even if you're teaching online so the tool that i'm going to be talking about today is flippity now if you have been listening to all the recent episodes i did refer to flippity in the episode on how to create a digital uh, gifts so you can go back and listen to that for more detail on those particular ones. But today I'm going to be looking at a lot of the other options that Flippity has. First of all, Flippity is free. You'll find it at flippity.net. There are 25 different options of things that you can do. Most of them use Google Sheets, though some of them have alternate ways to input data. But generally, you're going to input what you want on a Google Sheet, and then that is translated into whatever game uh, you have chosen. When you go onto the site, you will see the picture of these 25 different games, and under it, it gives you the options of demo, instructions, and template. The first thing you want to do is to click demo on the ones you think you'd like to try and particularly after you hear me explain some of them today you'll know which ones you probably want to take a look at um, i'm not going to talk about all of them but quite a few the next you will you can do is you can look at the instructions or just go straight to the template now the template lets you take the basic version the one that you've just played and you make a copy of it and the instructions tell you how to go about changing it to make it your own and to put your own data in it some of these are played online some of them you actually create a pdf and you use the pdf and, and you'll see which ones are which as we go along uh, some of them also not games they do have leaderboards and a few other things like that which i'm not really going to go into today so just first of all a shout out for um, show sponsor funder fund academy that is where i have created a unit study called Creating Digital Gifts. And in that, I do use Flippity and I show students. So if you buy that, I show students exactly how to go about using the particular ones that work well for gifts. So if you think you'd like your kids to learn some of these tools, you could go and grab that over at Funder Funder Academy. I will have the link to that plus the link to Flippity in the show notes, which you can find at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. So let's go over just a few of my favorites on Flippity.net. The first is the matching game. What is particularly fun about this is that it speaks the word, if you choose to, as well as you can see the word, which makes it 
excellent for younger children and it's also good for language study because it does do it in some of the different languages. I know Spanish is definitely one of them. So let's say you set it up that you will have a whole lot of Spanish words or just reading words if they're younger kids or you could have it say if you're doing geography and you're wanting to see um, you know can they identify the shape of different states or maybe the capital city to a state um, or perhaps it'll be something like a geography term say uh, a, a ridge and um, a volcano whatever so you'd have the picture of it and you'd have the word any of these work because you you enter in two lists and there could be just both lists of words or it could be a word and a picture so you've got all those different um, options I think you might even be able to do a video there too most of them where you can do things you can put videos and they explain to you exactly how to do it but I said for younger kids um, you can have the picture of the word and then the written word so you could have a house and the word house and when they click on house it will actually say house so they can hear it as well so if you're wanting to maybe do animal um, babies or something and you want and you just actually simply have words your kids can still click on it and hear and know how to match up like that the next one is bingo now here you could just put in a whole list of words on a topic but that's not going to be really challenging so the better way to do it is to have terms and clues is what they do it so again here you could do it like with geography you could have the states and the capitals and so when you're actually playing the bingo you read out the capital and they've got to find the state on the bingo board it will generate a different board for each different person so you can play this online so it would work really well in an online classroom you just give the kids a link and each of them will get their own version of the bingo board then you would call out say um uh what shall we say doing like um, capitals of countries you'd say madrid and then they have to find spain you'd say london and they'd have to find united kingdom and then they sort of like click on it and make make it clear that they are checking that off you could also though print these off you can create a pdf and actually print off the bingo boards so it makes a really easy way to do something like this if you say are oh, teaching at a co-op or if you've got a big family or the neighbors are over whatever else and you can do it together with with friends um, in the same room super easy to do then there is something called flippity manipulatives which I used near the end of last year with my online um, and my live government class where they had a whole lot of terms on basically it was like a big whiteboard and I wanted them to drag them into columns that made sense I've forgotten even exactly what we were doing but it allows you just to like drag things around and then they just took a screenshot when they thought they had it correct so instead of them doing it on paper which would be really messy they could put things in and they were in groups they could discuss it and decide which where things belonged and I actually think I'm going to change a lot of my previous assignments to be done on Flippity because it's just so easy for students to be working with it. Then there is a timeline, um, a timeline creator. You can include videos and photos on it and you could also link to items on the web. So you could ask your kids to create a timeline of the Civil War with the 10 or 15 uh, major events on it, um, you know, anything like it. Or you could create it again and share it with a class whether you're making it or whether you're making kids make it it's a really easy tool to use then a couple of ones that actually get printed off there are word searches crossword puzzles and word scrambles none of these are designed to be done online you give them the words and it will generate those things for you to print off as pdfs 
Hangman. This is an online one again. They don't call it Hangman. It's much more child-friendly and it's called Snowman. In fact, there are four different levels. There's Snowman, Flower Power, Bomb Squad, and Apple Picking. Snowman allows six guesses, Flower Power seven, Bomb Squad eight, and Apple Picking nine. So depending on how many guesses you want your kids to have, if you want to give the max, you pick the Apple Picking one. And you just give the words and it generates it as a, as a hangman game online. This is a nice way just to practice terms because if they've learned a whole lot of biology terms or Spanish words or whatever it is, they will know it's going to come out of that and they can practice spelling it and getting correct in just a fun way. Mad Libs. I'm sure you've played this at some point. And here you have a story. Now either you could create the story so you you write the story and then you say, put in a noun, put in a verb, put in an adjective. Um, and then once your kids do that, if they do it correctly, out comes a story based on the original one that you've written. Or better still, which is something that I'm going to be doing in the online writing fun class for middle school. I'm going to get the kids to write the stories and then share it with family and friends and let them put the nouns or verbs or whatever in it. So it's it's kind of a, a creative way to get your kids writing for them to create that Mad Libs. And the, the link to the writing fun class I will also put in the show notes. It's that, that whole class is designed for middle schoolers who hate writing to just get them writing without thinking about it so that by the time they get to high school they don't dread writing anymore because they've just been doing it in in a more fun environment than usual then let's look at the board game there is an online board game now this one is a little bit more complicated to do but i followed the instructions and i created one which i played with my co-op class so it's very doable uh, what, although it's online, when you share it, only one person is actually going to control moving the pieces. So it's something where everybody can view it, but one person moves it. So when I played with my class, I threw it up on the big screen. The kids were divided into teams, and then you can you can make questions as they go along. You can have things for them to do. So you know you may tell them to um, act out. A, for instance, if you're using this in Spanish, you could tell them to act out whatever the word is so you create little cards with things to do and you can decide whether they're acting it whether they're answering a question but if they do it correctly they get to move forward however many spaces you specify you can also just have um if you know if you're doing say a history game you could have it where you can say to them uh, oh no you just got drafted uh to take part in world war ii you, you know move back three spaces or something like that. So you can also just have it built up around events and things you're learning about, but you can make it all um, relate to a topic. Of course, you can also get your kids to create it. It's not terribly difficult. If you follow the instructions, it all works. You, it's just you do have to pay attention. So again, it's not a bad thing for you to get your kids to do because it teaches them to follow instructions and to pay attention to how one does things because you have to do it exactly correctly. But if you do, when you hit publish at the end, it works, which is really cool. Um, and then the last one I'm going to mention is Scavenger Hunt. This one has a, a screen full of locks that you see when you come onto it. And you can either get them to do it in a specific order or random orders. But basically they click on a clue and there will be some kind of a question or puzzle or whatever you want behind it. And when they get it correct, it unlocks it. They can get hints, so you can set up a hint as well. So it's another fun way for you to do um, 
do games and things with class or with your kids and said if they're doing it in order you could literally have one moving to the other or you can just let them do it in any order until they get them all correct one little thing to mention which they do explain in the instructions is that if you're wanting to use graphics you either have to link to a jpeg on the web so if some site um, that you're using actually has it all the way through to .jpg or .png. You can put that link in to whatever you're using, or otherwise you host the item in Google Drawings. Um, you can't just put it like into Google Drive; that won't work. But if you do it, you upload it into Google Drawings, and then you hit the publish, which they explain to you. But if you get stuck, feel free to reach out to me because I managed to get this all to work. But you go into Google Drawings, and then you publish it, and then you link to that. And that way you can use your own pictures that you have. You just upload it into Google Drawings first. If you do try any of these and get stuck, I'm very happy to help you. Come and join our Facebook group, the Homeschooling with Technology podcast community. And that will be an easy way for you to contact me and just to ask for some help. If you do use this and make any great things or if your kids do a fun Mad Libs story or make a great board game, come there and sh share it with the rest of us so that we can be inspired and get some fresh ideas. Well, that's all for me this week. I hope you enjoy this and uh, this really is really easy to do. Go and take a look. You won't be sorry. Try out some of these. And uh, again, I'd love some feedback. Come to the Facebook group and tell me what you thought. Also, can I ask you at the beginning of the year to give us a rating and a review on your podcast app if you have a few minutes to spare. Makes a huge difference to whether it is shown to new people as they're coming on and looking for a podcast. Also, if you could share it with family and friends, I would be greatly appreciative because this is the way we get known. That's it for today. I uh, hope your year has started off well and I look forward to seeing you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.